Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off in this discourse of Rav Nosen, Likuta Alachot, the laws of blessings over giving thanks, Hoda'a, discourse number 6, paragraph number 9. At this point, up to this point, just a quick recap, Rav Nosen clearly stated and expressed that it can be that man was just created to suffer, that the toiling is to, for suffering which leads to sadness and depression. It can't be that that was what man was created for, even though the majority of people seem to fall into this scenario, in this situation where they're suffering and toiling and it's for negativ- negativity, it's for something negative. So if Nosen shows that this cannot be the purpose of creation, rather this scenario is a platform for a person to come to the ultimate good. To come to the ultimate good comes in the format of the challenge of being faced with toil of challenges and suffering and difficulties, but not that you should, God forbid, should be th- uh, uh, what's it called, swallowed up by the situation downwards. Rather, to pass through the situation and elevate the situation to connect to Hashem. In other words, Rav Nassim says, by focusing on the tachlit, the ultimate purpose of life, which the idea of Shabbat. The idea of a tzaddik, in other words, the, the goodness, the, the, revelation, the revelation of Hashem's goodness, His kindness, His compassion, like we said, it comes about specifically by being tested in these situations. And in this way, a person can come to this goodness, to this kindness, to this compassion. Okay? But the Yetzirah, he said, is so strong. that Even if a person knows about this, a person has the merit to learn Torah, in this manner, he's Yagia, he puts his toil into the Torah so that he is connected to the Tachlit. The Yetzirah doesn't let people even do that. So, if Nosen's question still stands, what to do? What to do that I can tap into the, the joy which is penetrating through the Torah? What can I do to connect to that so that I can be happy? No matter what I'm going through in my life, I can shine the light of the Torah, the light of Shabbat, the light of the Tzaddik, the light of the world to come, the Tachlit, into my daily life, so that I transform the daily challenges into the way, the means, how to connect to Hashem's goodness. What can I do? This is the big question. So Rav Nosen finally gets to his point. Here we go. Valken Rav Nosen says the main way for you to get out, the way for you to transform the difficulty, because this is what Rav Nosen is basically saying. It's not like you stay suffering. No, the purpose of your challenge is to come to goodness, kindness, and compassion. Not, oh, I don't see it. What? I'm supposed to believe it? To see it. How do you do that? He says it's by being besimcha. And he said, this is why a person has to strengthen himself, strengthen himself very, very much to draw upon himself joy. How? <laughs> How? Okay. By focusing, the person has to put his focus in the right place. By focusing on the ultimate end, the final end of this world, which is the world to come, where everything will be good, by looking there, that's how you're able to go through the challenges and turn them into the means to come to the kindness. Where are you looking when you're going through what you're going through? You're going through all these crazy things in life. Where's your head? 
Where are you looking? Where's your perspective? Shehi Bechinat Shabbat, right? The Tachli, like we just said, the ultimate purpose, which is the world to come, of the pur- ultimate purpose of this world, which is the world to come, that's the goal, is the idea of Shabbat. And what's the idea of Shabbat? And the world to come. When everything is transformed into good. Like today, in this world, Shabbat is a day of rest, which is meant for the good to be present. Even though there may be some bad, people get angry with It's considered very, you know, not good to be upset on Shabbat. There's a mitzvah to work that you should be happy and calm and relaxed on Shabbat. Because it's a foretaste of the world to come, which then it's for sure 100% going to be millions of times much more good on a revealed level okay so Shabbat which is the idea of the world to come is when everything will be transformed to be good all the challenges and crazy things you're going through in life you'll come through them to see how there's good in them and in what you're going through and to see that goodness okay and to experience it Kiafilu. Look what he says about the ultimate purpose of the world to come. The ultimate goal. Because even the lowest Jew, the lowest of the low, the smallest person who, in his eyes, he's not a tzaddik, in other people's eyes, even he's not a tzaddik, he's just a very low, low life Jew, if you want to say. Nonetheless, Unbelievable. There is no limit. There's no measure to all the pleasant delight, the delight of goodness, wondrous delight of goodness that he will he even he will merit to. And obviously all the more so people who are bigger tzaddikim you want to say, but even the lowest person. He has what to be what to be happy about then. He has what to, what is worthwhile to wait for that time. And just as we have just as we have been strengthened by the true tzaddikim on this matter, in many formats they expressed many expressions, many ways expressed on this concept that what even a low Jew is going to come to in the world to come. And the final goal, the good is immeasurable, greater than even the bad, okay? So it is what, it's worth waiting for that time to come. Even for someone who wasn't such a, didn't get so, such a big accomplishment in this world, he has what's worthwhile to wait for. Like the verse says, it's a verse in Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse 20. And Rabbi Nachman brings this verse. Rabbi Nachman is like rephrasing the verse. He's not, he's not phrasing it exactly word for word, but it's changed a little. Bayomahu on that day, Yivukash Avon Yisrael Veinenu, the sins, iniquities of Israel will be sought out. They'll look, they'll search for them, Veinenu, and they can't find them. They're not there. They'll try to find sins. They'll be no longer there. That's what he's trying to say, that the bad will be transformed into good. That's what's going to happen. Bad in our context, all the crazy things you're going through, all the crazy things you've done because of what you're going through, in the future, everything's going to be transformed to good. It's worth waiting and focusing on that goal, looking at it and bringing joy to yourself by looking at that. Don't look at what you're going through right now. Look at the ultimate goal 
and take what you're going through and apply it and, and take it what you're going through as part of the picture of the ultimate goal that it's the stepping stones for you to get to that goal that you can laugh at the entire world because you're not budged by it because you know in the end everything's going to be good everything's going to be amazing okay as Rabbi Nachman brings this verse that we just quoted from Jeremiah and explains it in Likutei Moran Lesson 22 that we will seek whoever, if it's the heavenly court or mankind will seek and seek and, and search and look out for the sins of the Jewish people they've done this and this and that they won't find them anymore why? Because all of the iniquities of a person, the sins, will be transformed into merits. There will be no more sins then. Even what a person stumbled upon in his life will turn into good. That's, that's crazy. That's unbelievable. That is really, un, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm going through what I'm going through. So should I give up or should I not give up? The average person says it's so overwhelming the bad I'm doing and the bad I'm going through that I'm going to give up. I'm going to give in. Or the person says, I'm going to wait a little. I'm going to hold on, focus on the takhlit, even though I'm going through what I'm going through. If I hold on, hold on, I mean I don't give up and I keep on trying, I will get to that takhlit no matter what. Even Jews who lived a thousand years, two thousand years ago, they had their eyes focused on this takhlid. It's going to come in the end. It may take time, but you are going to get there. Your soul, which is eternal, is going to get to it. You're going to get to it, and meaning everything will be cleansed. Okay, that's how, the, that's how this verse is explained also in the pshat, that the, the Jewish people will be purged and cleansed by what they're going through and that they held on. That itself will be an atonement. In other words, the punishment is not necessary to bring from somewhere else. Rather, the embarrassment and shame that a person feels in himself because of what he's doing, it hurts him, and yet he holds on to go on. This itself is a cleansing process. No more gainam is needed to get a person out if he has this attitude that he wants to do good, but he keeps on falling. It's not that he's justifying it. I don't know what to do. The test is so big. This is the test that I'm being purged and I fall and I submit and I keep on getting up and it hurts me and I feel shame and embarrassment for what I've gone through but yet I overcome it by starting again and being positive this process itself cleanses a person unbelievable so that if he's always focusing on the goal because the only way a person can do this is if he has etched in his subconscious and in his conscious that this is going to be happening. That the sins will be transformed into merits. That the bad will be turned into good. And I keep on looking at that. So what am I, what am I broken about? What am I worried about? If in the end Hashem is going to fix everything. What? Oh, I'm not going to be that tzaddik like Rabbi Akiva? Wait a second. Maybe you're not supposed to be Rabbi Akiva. Maybe you're supposed to be the little store owner who goes to the gym every day and does a few mitzvot here and there. Maybe that's your goal. That's your tikkun. What, what do you know? What are you comparing? So that a Jew should be happy with whatever he has, what Hashem gave to him. And to keep on going. The only way to keep on going is if you focus on the takhlit. And the only way to be happy while you keep on going is also if you look and you strengthen and you etch in your vision, even in subconsciously, that the, the, this, this is the takhlit, that the bad is going to be turned into the good. Okay? And also, Rav Nosson says, as is brought down in the explanation of the verse, Al-Pasuk, in Shira Shirim, Song of Songs, chapter 1. Verse 12, Nirdi 
Natan Recho. Nirdi is like a bad smell. My malodorous deed is translated. The translation here. In other words, the deeds which give bad, get out a bad name, a bad smell. My sins. Natan. Natan means to give a good smell. They gave their good scent. Because if it's a bad smell, it shouldn't say Natan. It should say Azav. They left behind a stench. It doesn't say Azav. That's what the, the rabbis explained this verse. It says Natan. Which is like to give, which is good. It, my my iniquities, my ma, my malodorous actions, nirdi, nerd is like a bad smelling tar, a pitch, which gives a very bad smell, and it's compared to in Song of Songs, my bad deeds, my odorous negative deeds, they gave forth not a bad smell, recho, a good smell, a good scent. That means that the bad deeds are turned into merits. And Rav Nosson, this is developed, by the way, by Rabbi Nachman in the Kutimran lesson number 8, part 2. And Rav Nosson also in his intro- introduction to the Kutimran, he, exp- he brings this verse and the sages' explanation on it. And there are many other verses you can find this concept there. So Rav Nosson goes back to what he wants to say. Through this, through focusing on the good and being besimcha about it, by the joy of, of what's going to be, that in the end everything's going to work out, this joy of Nosen said is so powerful. Okay, but, but it comes by looking, focusing on the tachlit. Don't look at what you're going through right now. Look at the goal of why you're going through what you're going through, what its purpose is, what its goal is. And don't lose eyesight, right? Don't lose your eye set on that goal. Don't lose it. Through this, Rav Nosen says, by looking at the ultimate goal of life, it's not like you're trying to run away from your reality. No, you're connecting your reality to the real reality, the true reality, the future, the goal. It's not like oh, he's, not, he's not dealing with his problems. He is. But how is he dealing with positively? He has to have a positive attitude of simcha. How do we do that? How do we bring person joy in everything he's going through? If he looks at the goal, what, why I'm going through all of this, what its purpose is, what its goal is, then he has what to be happy about, Rav Nosson says. It's an amazing advice here. Through this, a person can bring joy to himself, even now, through everything he's going through in life. Like is expounded by Rabbi Nachman in the Kutim Moran, section 2, Tinyana, lesson 23, on this verse. Sasson Vesimcha Yasigu, joy and rejoicing and delight will they reach, and Nasu Yagon Vanacha, and the sadness and depression take off, the melancholy take off. As Rabbi Nachman explains in lesson 23, what does he explain on this verse? How does Rabbi Nachman explain this verse? The Pshat is what? What's the simple translation of this verse? That in the future, the, the Jewish people will reach joy and delight. And sadness and depression will depart, will take off. So Rabbi explains it differently. He says that whenever a person is happy, the sadness stands on the side, waiting for the person to stop being happy. And the person resumes, you know, that when he, st- he stopped, the happiness has stopped, the sadness and depression resume and try to take over a person. So Rabbi says when that happens, when the sadness and melancholy stand on the side, that's not enough. You have to take it while you're happy. Remember the sadness, melancholy. Take it and bring it into the joy. 
שצריכים לחטוף היגון והנחר, להופכו לשמחה וכולי. That a person has to snatch, grab the sadness and melancholy and turn it into joy. How do you do that? That's what he's saying here. Vnosan is explaining on a very practical level how to do that. By focusing on the tachlit. If you focus on the goal, so you connect the sadness of what you're going through, the toil and the burden that you're going through in your life, and the difficulties, you connect them to the joy, the ultimate joy. You're happy, and you're, while you're going through what you're going through, and yet you're happy, that's how you transform the sadness and the toil into joy, and come to its rectification. You, you take the challenge and bring it up closer to you, instead of fretting. I remember I had a friend, he said that he started, he was supposed to start with two business partners, partners a very big business deal, okay, and he went into it on, you know, with the intent that they're going to join in with him because he can only do with, with them this business venture at one point after already investing in starting and signing you know, they, they, the other two guys backed off so instead of fretting away he said great Hashem has sent me a new challenge you know this is coming from Hashem I can't now just back off. I invested so much already. These guys took off. They did something wrong. That's their problem. But now I'm faced with this situation. I can or crash or take it as something to build me. So that's the thing. How do you take a positive attitude? Is if you look on the goal. You focus on the takhlit. You don't lose your perspective. It's amazing. You have people, crazy things happen to them. I had it happen to me. Somebody wanted to drop off some money for me. And I told them to drop it off. I wasn't in, in, the, in, my, in the office where I work. And I said, just put it, slide it through the doors. These are metal doors. I thought he understood me correctly to slide it in between the doors. But he didn't understand me. And he slid it through the vents. There were vents on the metal doors themselves, on the doors, not in between the doors. And, but they were covered up with a metal box that you can't penetrate. It's, you have to break the whole door, smash the door in order to, get, to open it up. So he slid money into the vent okay so or it's oh Hashem look what I'm going through look I need that money so badly and look what I'm going through or great this is this is amazing it's so obvious I'm being tested I have nothing and at the time of nothing they make even this happen right so how do you look at the situation are you broken and sad and negative or you say this is unbelievable this is so clearly from Hashem you know like everything was taken away and on top of that when some little salvation came of some money to come in all of a sudden boom even that was taken away it must be for something good this is an amazing teaching we should be zoche to use it in everyday life